Hey lovely ladies, it's Jen. I'm a mental wellness weight loss coach and I help women who are struggling with emotional eating. It can be a roller coaster ride of cravings and comfort and just drive you absolutely bonkers. So I break down how you break free from emotional eating, binge eating, chronic dieting, and kind of take a new approach, an untraditional approach to the way we look at eating, the way we look at weight loss, and the way that we look at living. So enjoy. And as my seven-year-old would like to say, sharing is caring. So send to a friend you think would benefit. And of course, on your socials, I'll love you forever. And don't forget to subscribe to Freedom Within to not miss any other future interviews or episodes to the show. Enjoy. This podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be used as medical treatment or medical diagnosis. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I thought it. I was waiting for it to tell me that I'm recording, but it didn't. So hopefully this is recording. It says it's recording. So I think we're recording. Okay. Hi. I hope you're having a good day, morning, evening, or afternoon, whatever time it is for you. But I'm going to give you in this episode, three things to do after you binge and two things not to do because binging is a cycle and it generally stems from under eating or emotional triggers that creates patterns. It's not a moral issue. It's not a lack of self-control. It's not a willpower issue. It is in service to you because you're not getting your needs met. And you're suppressing some things that need to be done that your body emotionally or mentally or physically needs. And it's using a binge to fill that need, which feels socially you know, embarrassing or um, inappropriate or whatever label this, you know, type of um, behavior is. And I know for myself, I was a binger. I would just eat and eat and eat. And I never felt full, never felt satisfied. It just felt like I was like an empty void. <laughs> I just wanted to eat. And those late night eating binges, like generally is when, you know, that comes into play. And you just never know like how people eat or what their eating patterns and habits are just based on looking at them. People that are slim can eat a lot. Um, and even a heavier set body, sometimes they're not even eating that much food. Um, it's just, you know, a hormonal thing, a genetic thing, a, um, a weight loss resistance thing, an inflammation. Like there's different things that go into how uh, our bodies hold on to weight and release weight. So binging affects everybody. It's not, you know, a certain body type is a binger or not a binger. Um, and so if this is something that you struggle with, I want to give you a few things that you can use to tap into, to start to turn and change the behavior and the pattern. Um, I guess I'll start with what not to do first, and then we'll go into three things to do. So not to do, withhold food after a binge. Often you think that because you just created a large intake of calories, you want to then restrict a large intake of calories to kind of even it out and balance it out. But that's not actually what ends up happening long-term and you know this. So logically, you know this, um, but I want to kind of, you know, hammer it in a little bit, hear it again, you know, listen up. If you've turned away, you've already kind of went into autopilot, listen to me, listen to this. Do not withhold food after a binge. Eat breakfast in the morning. If you binged in the afternoon, eat dinner. I would uh, recommend looking towards nutritionally dense 
food, looking for things that are whole, which means things that rot, things that um, go bad, things that come from the ground, things that have a mother or father, things that you know you can pronounce, um, and foods that have nutrients in it to help to uh, binders tend to you can it's very hard in the digestion system um, you're not actually assimilating those nutrients that you eat often when people binge it is with calorie dense food that is low in nutrition so kind of you maybe you're counting or acting it in that sense using nutrition nutritional food so if you're the binger because you didn't eat all day and you were active um you need those calories and it's going to catch up to you one way or another. Okay. So do not withhold food after a binge. You're allowed to eat. You're a human. You need to, you know, food is fuel. Food, food is medicine. Food helps you get through the day. Um, you know, if you're doing something that's in a space of like a fast situation, that's a different episode and that's a different intention. Right now, I would suggest not doing any type of fasting, any type of dieting, any time restricting until you heal this piece of the puzzle to you, the binging and the emotional eating. When you work on these two things, the dieting kind of goes away and it just becomes second nature to start to pick up a different relationship with food. So withholding food is not the answer. So after a binge, you're going to eat. Okay. It's not no big deal. You binged. Okay. I'm eating. Not maybe not necessarily right after, <laughs> but I'm saying like most people, they binge at night and then they don't eat breakfast and lunch to make up for it. I want you to wake up and eat breakfast. Um, almost like nothing ever happened. Okay. That's leads me into the second one of what not to do. Um, don't try to stop binging. I think that is it's probably surprising that you hear me say that because I just said you want to work on getting rid of the binging. Don't try to stop binging though. What we're going to do is we're going to start to become aware of the binging. We're going to start, and I'll give you these three things in just a second of how you can do that because you're going to want to get into a space where you recognize why the binging is happening and let the binging kind of dissipate until it just naturally removes itself because you change who you are, you change your identity and you change your vibrational output and patternings around the binging. So you're not going to try really hard to stop because all that does is perpetuate the issue. It just makes you feel that much worse, worse. It makes you focus that much more on binging, that much more on food issues, that much more on what's going wrong. You're going to let yourself binge. And when a binge comes up, these are the three things you're going to do. <clears throat> One, we're going to release the shame and the guilt that came with the binge because we just gave ourselves permission to binge when the binge happens. And what I want you to do instead of the shame, you're going to get out your journal and you're going to start to write down and ask yourself questions. Why? Why did this binge happen? What happened before the binge? What's been going on? Am I tired? Am I frustrated? Am I angry? Am I sad? Am I, what are the feelings that I'm feeling today? What came up? What does my day look like? Is it over busy? Is it overstuffed? Is it over, um, did I overextend myself? What are the things that are going on that's creating the feelings that's pushing me towards the binge? And you just need to get aware, aware, okay? We're not even looking to fix all these things yet. All you need to do is get aware. And you put your hand on your heart and you take some deep breaths in through your nose, into the belly, and hold it up in for a second, suspend the breath, and then you can release. You can let yourself feel the feeling. You can let yourself feel that feeling of sadness, of embarrassment, of unworthiness, of 
whatever, if you feel like trash, let yourself feel like trash for the moment. Generally, feelings last for about 60 seconds. They don't last that long. Breathe into it, allow yourself to feel these feelings. And then you're going to want to start to check into the mental dialogue that's going through your head and start to shift. How can I make, how can I choose a better thought? How can I choose the next best thing for me? How can I get, um, how can I be more loving to myself today? Whatever that looks like. What, what about today went right? What about myself is going well? Start to shift the dialogue within yourself from what's wrong with me, why me, to where, what do I want to move into and what do I really want? Okay, so start just asking more questions, being really curious, taking the emotion away from what actually, take the emotions out of this equation and start to look from, zoom out, look at this as a, a situation you're watching on a movie. Maybe it's happening to someone you love. Look with eyes of compassion and see how she can maneuver through these feelings and know that all feelings are tra transitionary and that you can move through it. So let yourself be in that space of discomfort for 60 seconds, 30 seconds, and then say, okay, it's time to, you know, let's move to a better question. What's the next, what's the better question? Sometimes you have to ask, and you might not get the answer right away. That's Okay. You're not going to, this did not happen overnight. You're not going to fix it overnight. So that's one of the issues. A lot of times uh, us as women, we think like, we just want to fix the problem. We just want to deal with it. But really we, we didn't create the issue overnight. It might not fit, be fixed overnight. So it's more or less, what can we do in this moment to give ourselves some relief, to self-soothe, to skip some self-care, and then being able to uh, move into the next decision and the next space with a more clear uh, mental Clear, like more mental clarity and more appreciation and a little bit more empowerment within ourselves, kind of more inspiration gives a feeling of being able to, um, versus being defeated, you're empowered versus defeated. So having that empowered mindset, moving into the next moment will just create a better moment. Okay. So we're not going to stop eating after we binge. We're not even going to try to stop eating the stop the binges. Uh, but we are going to start asking questions around what's going on with the binges, okay? Another thing that you want to do is to move your body. And not because you have the calories, but it causes so much discomfort to binge that it, your body will feel better physically if you do some light stretching. You can look up on Google, uh, yoga for bloating, yoga for digestion upset, yoga for um, like just to do some... A gentle movement to allow your body to re recalibrate and just re get back into a better feeling space. Walking, even if you walk outside, that'd be great. Um, things like that, that can just kind of move yourself out of that space into a new fresh start. All right. The third one is visualize a reset. Okay. So we binged and I want you to just take a moment and you can do this anytime, you know, we're able to renew our minds at any moment. And to give ourselves permission, sometimes we need to like see it happening. So if you close your eyes, just take a second again, you take, take a second, put your hand on your heart, take a deep breath, take a few deep breaths, um, kind of settle into the moment, ground in the moment, feel the ground beneath you, feel your feet, do a little body scan, feel yourself in the moment, taking deep breaths and imagine in front of you a button. 
whatever the button looks like to you, it can be your favorite color, it can be large, it can be small, but it is a reset button. And you are allowed to see yourself extend your hand and push that reset button with excitement, with with worthiness, with worthy worthiness, sorry, that word, with deservability. Um, push that reset button and allow yourself to be reset. It's just a decision. So much of this, we get so in our heads logically, or we feel like we have to prove something. We feel like we have to, you know, exchange of something or give something of ourselves in turn to receive something. But as a human, as a, uh, you know, as a being born, you being here, you deserve the love and admiration that you give to yourself. And I believe from above, it comes from above, whatever you believe, you believe, but you know, there is love coming to you, through you and for you and pushing that reset button allows you to see it. And you don't have to do anything else. You just decide that you're pushing the reset button. And a lot of times we feel that because everybody else is looking at us in certain ways, or there's opinions formed about us by others and also about ourselves. Like we've created this story. We've created this identity. We've created this person that can't be around food, that doesn't understand food, that doesn't know how to get their feelings met. So we've created this scenario. You can uncreate it. And it you pushing that reset button just gives that mental, emotional, energetic permission. And that button is there for you whenever you need. Just keep resetting and resetting. It's just like at a basketball game, they reset the clock, you start over, a new game, okay? Like we're just new, you just keep practicing and practicing and practicing until you master it. So don't expect yourself to master it overnight. Don't expect yourself to win the game every time. It is a practice and you will find if you do these three, th- three things plus two, five things, over time, your binging will just peter out. It'll dissipate and you will find that you're reaching for things uh, that serve you, whether they be food or otherwise. And it is a process. Um, But hopefully this quick little uh, podcast was helpful for you. Love to hear what you thought. Send me a message, DM me on Instagram. Um, Don't forget to grab your resources and love to hear obviously what you thought. And I'm just looking over my notes one more time to see if I forgot anything that I wanted to say. The other things I would say is to create more pattern interrupts. We get so into autopilot default mode. It ha- These processes are meant to help us and serve us so that we're more efficient and we can think of other things, why we're doing those things that are put in autopilot. However, if the things we put in autopilot are not what we want, we have to interrupt that pattern, create new neurotransmitters emitters in the brain by doing different and new associations. Uh, your brain, the more new things you do, the you know the longer your brain will live, which is a benefit as well. So it doesn't even have to be around the food. It can be around, like that's something I think people don't recognize either is you can create pattern interrupts in all aspects of your life. So you can start with things that are already working out for you, already easy for you. Um, things you do on a daily basis, like driving to work, pick a different route, brushing your teeth with a different, you know, hand, um, doing things with meeting a friend for coffee at a new coffee spot, like things that you wouldn't necessarily think about as food related, just interrupting them. And then also when you can think of how you can create a different interrupt in the pattern, rearranging uh, cabinets, rearranging the fridge a little bit different, like just making your brain have to stop and think 
having a minute or even just a few seconds in between to pause to create that interruption before you go into your automatic, okay, my cookies are hosted here. This is my, I walk in the door, I drop my keys, I put my hand in the cookie jar, whatever you know your routine looks like, switch it up um, to help you have a better uh, result of making that change stick in a, in a way that's a little bit more easier. Also know that, I mean, I remember once I changed my trash can from the, you know, the, by that island to the door. And I will not tell you how many times I still went to the trash can or went to the island to throw stuff in the trash can that wasn't there, was over by the door. I don't know. I mean, I think a week or two and I kept being like, oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> and like I had to re continuously, even you can speak out loud. I put the trash can over by the door so that you're, you know, you hear yourself say it. So things like this pattern interrupts, super, super helpful. Um, and then know also like the first time you do it, it might not necessarily stick. It has to be done multiple times. And I want you to introduce the binge foods into your normal everyday life too. Like don't make those binge foods off limits, just like you shouldn't, you know, you should continue to eat um, after a binge. Sometimes it's because of the way that it's set up that these things are off limits. You eat more than what you would normally because you think you'll never get to get them again and you're never going to let yourself have them again, which obviously doesn't actually happen the way that we think it will happen. Uh, ultimately, you end up with another binge and you end up overeating those calories. So one, you know, one cookie, one brownie, one ice cream sundae, not an issue. It's not really going to be the thing that puts a lot of weight on multiple servings, multiple times, multiple binges. These are the things that add up to be the issue. So solving that binging issue, binging issue is going to do such a world of good for you and bringing in those binge foods of them not being bad, making sure they're around you. They're normal, normalizing, normalizing these binge foods can take months, three months, six months. So don't think that you bring them in and you won't think about it necessarily, but it does. It eventually neutralizes, it normalizes it. It's not so much of a big deal. Um, but yeah, so continue to implement these five things along with bringing binge foods in to your regular, daily, normal, regular eating habits and changing up your patterns, whether it be with food and without food to create change um, in yourself and around in your environment as well. Don't withhold food. Don't try to stop binging. Ask your questions, stretch and move your body and visualize that reset. All right. Until next week. Love you. Bye.